snowcats ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. And he's loose!
slave ships. There are more records of slave ships than one would dream. It seems inconceivable. Until you reflected for 200 years, ships sailed carrying cargo and slaves. Then, then, he non-violent. In the face of the violence that we've been uh, experiencing for the past 400 years, is actually doing our people a disservice. In fact, it's a crime. It's a crime. Here come the drums. Give you some of that reactor to the facts that I can't. And it's sick, and it's 
Sure can't. Sure can't trust it. Oh, my peoples. Normally, this would be Vince Wright. And you know my little opening tag from the great state of Minnesota. Nothing great tonight. Hell, who knows, man. I, I'm just going to get right to it. Um, one thing I, I, I do want to say just very quickly sports-wise, and we'll delve in hopefully next week. Uh, rest in peace to Wes Unseld as well. Washington Bullets center back from the late 60s, 70s, early 80s. Uh, phenomenal basketball player, phenomenal guy. Hall of Famer. Take care. Rest in peace. <clears throat> All right, people. First off, I, w- I want to thank the people that have uh, jumped on. If you're going to listen on demand, I thank you for that. I got people I got to get to out here in our Twitter sphere. I want to say what up to Kesey. I want to say what up to Chief Rocker and the uh, Raiders for Life in our Spreaker.com chat room popping in here early. Let me make sure I haven't missed anybody. Um, I think we are all good there. Oh, Big L. Yo, what up, my main man from Arkansas by way of Chi-Town. Uh, Kesey sipping on some of that Uncle Nearest tonight for George. Uncle Nearest, 1884, the small batch. Some of the best whiskey out there. All right, man, let's get to it. We all know what happened last week. It was, um... A week ago Monday that George lost his life at the hands of a murdering police officer here in the city of Minneapolis. The third such high profile police killing in recent, probably in the three in those past, what has it been, four or five years right in there? Jamar Clark, obviously Philando Castile. And... Let's just start with the act itself. We we got all kinds of stuff. There's there's so many things that are breaking with this. The state of Minnesota, actually, I'll get into this very quickly, has now filed civil rights charges against the Minneapolis Police Department. Um, this comes from NBC News. I'm just kind of reading for verbatim here. The state of Minnesota launched the sweeping civil rights investigation of the Minneapolis Police Department on Tuesday, a week after the white officer's alleged to have killed black a black man during an arrest. The probe, stemming from the death of George Floyd, will be designed to root out systematic or excuse me, systemic racism that is generations deep. And that's a quote from the real governor, Tim Walls, here in Minnesota. Uh, he sent out a tweet. Our Minnesota Department of Human Rights today filed a civil rights charge against the MPD. Um, they will investigate the, the department's policies, procedures, and practices over the past 10 years to determine if they engage in systemic discriminatory practices. Well, I, I can tell you that, but nobody wants to listen. Um, you guys, feel free, go deep into the chat room. Uh, Jungle Brother, so glad you are down with us tonight, my man. Good to have you back in here. Appreciate you as always. The the pod father, him and Jersey Vern, they're the ones who set the gov up. Jungle Brother gave me the name, the gov, so nothing but love there. Like I said, Big L, Deacon, my main man, Deacon Dells, joined us in the Spreaker.com chat room. And real quick out there on Twittersphere, we got Sarah from Hudson, Wisconsin. Gov, been waiting to hear from you. So glad you're on tonight. Thank you. 
Um, Big Mike. Big Mike always there literally every week in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. Gov, as a white dude, I, I got no words. I got nothing to say. I got nothing but shame. But love your show. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Um, systemic racism within all a lot a lot of police departments is there we all know that in minneapolis is what i'm going to be focusing on because that's where i live that's where i grew up and that's what i'm speaking on tonight and obviously that's where this murder occurred last week so let's just talk about the act of the murder itself when i saw that video of that that motherfucker on top of george first off did you see the look on his face did you see that smug ass smile on his face and for those that think I'm gonna be chill tonight language is flying so if you ain't used to that from the gov oh well did you see the smugness on his face people it was like Stephen Jackson Perced excuse me, Stephen Jackson said in his press conference, he, he knew I'm protected. Got everybody on my side, police union presidents, rank and file, all on my side. So I can do this and you ain't going to do nothing about it. And that is the mentality we are fucking dealing with day after day after year after year after decade after decade after millennia after millennia. And this is bullshit. I've been stopped by cops. I've been helped by cops. The ones that have stopped me, a couple of them, real attitudes. But what you gonna do? I kept the hands at 10 and 2. Yes, sir. Here's the ID, all that. But one charge, he was straight up lying. He was straight up lying. And I can't do nothing about it. You got to sit there. You got to sit there. Now I'm being told I'm a liar. And that smug ass look on that cop's face as he's applying the pressure that causes the death of a human being. And if you go back and look at the video, and I know you don't like two people, especially after what we've been through the, you know, this week and what the country is going through and we're still going through. But I want you to look because his right leg is liter- it's in the air, which means that he is even bending over harder and further to put more force on George's neck. Like arson lighting a match, Jungle Brother. Well said. And to look at him, to look at them three other officers, two more on top of them. The Asian officer sitting there holding back the crowd, turning around, checking. What are you checking for? You going to do something? Nothing. And that poor man's life extinguished from us right in front of us on that camera, still on the ground. 
lifeless as they loaded him up. They say they, they worked on him for an hour to try and revive him. But George was gone, like so many others. Big L, follow report afterwards. All we can do, bro. Multiple reports get them, um, excuse me, get them off the streets at least. And the poor, and you, and this is why I was so broken up last Thursday. I, I'm working from home, like I'm sure a lot of you are, and I I was literally non-functional. I was crying. I couldn't stop crying, cause this is my city, man. You, all you guys out there hear me talking about the good things of Minnesota, despite them 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 winters, of course. People are good here, but there's bad people here too. First, I'm going to speak to the Minnesotans who keep using this term Minnesota nice. Stop. Stop. You may have to table that one forever. And you guys keep chatting in the chat room. I promise you I'm going to get out there. I'm going to read. But I got some stuff to say right now. Stop with the Minnesota nice. Because it ain't nice. I know a lot of you people out there thinking, oh, well, hey, you know, I'm cool. I got black friends and, and I'm nice to people and this and that. And that's great. But the silence Silence has now got to be raised. You got to raise the volume. You got to start speaking up. White folks, black, everybody, when you start seeing bad things, and let's stem it now to what happened a week ago Monday. We hear about good police officers. I get it. I know they're out there. I know them. I have friends who are police officers, and I take... But here's the thing. Now we need the officers to speak up. But here's the problem. And I I had the post earlier because we always say, well, hey, we want these good cops to speak up. Well, one good cop spoke up and I'm I'm not going to try and even guess the jurisdiction. I'll have to go back on Facebook here and, you know, all these hundreds of articles that are being posted. The one cop actually went, got another cop off of a protester. And quote unquote, the good cops, the one that got fired, got let go. Fucking crazy. It's just like, man. And we've all dealt with it. We've all seen it. And enough is enough. We ain't having it this time, Kesey. That's right. They already trying to muddy up George. Well, you know, he was on fentanyl and, and, you know, he's a crack addict and, you know, he's got drug issues and, and hey, so the fuck what? You bring it back to what happened here. The drugs didn't cause his death. A knee to the neck. The compression on his body. The other two officers on him caused his death.
And, you know, I look at my city. I The store where this happened, back, well, I used to go to all the time. My A good friend of mine, rest in peace, Tony Mayfield, he lived right behind the store where this happened. I used to go to that store all the time. It was a 7-Eleven back in the day. So I've been, my you know, some family live one block from there. They don't anymore, but they did when I was growing up. So I spent plenty of time on 38th at Chicago, um, the park right over there, my friends' houses, everything, black and white. And it just pains me, you know, that, that little corner has been through some shit over the past few years. And now it's just going to get... Well, I, I shouldn't say because that's actually the one spot of the city where everybody's been coming together. So maybe that, that can get us. Um, bear with me here. Jason, what up? Thank you for popping in. Uh, Big L, we said, oh, that got that. Everybody's just kind of saying what up, talking amongst themselves here. Um, a lot of reports say they worked together as club security. Chavin knew him here's the thing they're saying that yeah they worked at the same nightclub in south minneapolis and that they had overlapping shifts now i think at the very least they probably said hey to each other or nodded or or something did they straight up know each other maybe maybe i hope we find out if they do or if they did but they're saying that the shifts overlap, so they may have had minimal contact. But who knows, man, because, you know, the officer, the Asian officer that was standing there, you know, his sister is Chavin's wife. I mean, this stuff is just horrible on so many levels, but yet it's almost coming like out of a Hollywood movie. Sauce Man, Tiger Park, what's happening? Thank you for joining us. Sarah in Richfield, Minnesota, thank you for popping in here as well. Laray. Um, Laray is in Blaine, Minnesota, North Suburb. Appreciate you. And we got Ted over in South Minneapolis. What up, Vince? Oops, hold on here. He's it's just coming through. What up, Vince? Good to hear you back on the air. Preach. And as Big O said, this shit could happen anywhere. And it does in America. And we got to come together, man, because this, this one here, this is it. I'm going to hold on here. Vince, please tell the good white people that the police kill more whites than blacks. Please don't forget that part. (laughs) Well, I'm a black guy. That's what I'm focused on right now. And I know that a lot of people may take that the wrong way. Oh, well. It is what it is, right? We got people dying in the streets at the hands of bad police officers. From that come the protest, then the looting, the riots. And, you know, nobody wants to see looting. Nobody wants to see riots. And everybody who has come to me is like, well, you know, they, they, they want my opinion. So this is what I always tell people when, how can you break up business? How can you bust out the businesses like that? 
And most of the brothers I know, hey, they go, they, I get it. I understand. I wouldn't do it personally. And I wouldn't either. But listen for just a moment. Listen for just a moment to what I'm going to tell you here. For all the people that want to do the, the, you know, pull out the Trump, the Trump guns and let's just go shoot them up. Because I have friends in the National Guard that were deployed this weekend also. Here's the thing. I tell people, can you imagine being a human being yet feeling that nobody ever listens to you? Ever. They don't care about you. They could give two shits about you is how you feel. You try and play right. You try and play by the book. And you have no voice. And for people that feel like that, this is the only recourse. Again, not excusing it. Because I'm going to talk about the business owners in just a moment as well. Because again, Minneapolis ain't a large city. So I know a couple of the businesses and, and acquaintances of family members of businesses that ha- that went up this weekend. I'll get to that in a minute. But let me finish this thought. Imagine feeling just that destitute in life. That's where it comes from. Be glad that you, maybe it ain't you. Be glad that you got a job. Be glad that you got the house and the kids, the family, all that stuff. But a lot of people don't. And a lot of people feel this way. And look, we ain't gonna we ain't solving it all tonight. I get that. You know, that's that's talk down the road on we get more political there, but man. I personally am glad that I've made it to where I have in life. But you're talking to a kid that was born on the west side of Chicago, Henry Horner Projects, my family was over 1920 Washington Boulevard, two blocks from the old Chicago Stadium. I used to go back to Chicago and and, um, every summer, every summer. Southside Chicago had the time of my life. Was it the ghetto? Straight up. But I had the time of my life in those summers, but yet also realized some of the things I had when I went home to Minneapolis. Big L says good police don't last long on the forest. Only scumbags last long. Yes, they do. You know, and that goes into the system. You know, that you got the Bob Crows here, the president of the police union. Um, obviously, huge Trump guy has said a lot of despicable things. And it goes even, you know, it goes beyond him. You know, we're talking decades here. And then he gets to go right off into the sunset next year on retirement, I read. And, you know, gets his full pension. Ass. Ass. 
Chief Rocker says, shit, Big L, the six that did that to the kids down here were supposed to be good cops. That's right. Down in the um, ATL there, they got six cops. Six cops got charged down there. I think four of them were uh, African-American. I mean, yeah, that's the other thing, too. I'm starting to see uh, more um, black police pictures listed as well. Nice narrative there. But getting back to it here. So the guy's on top of George. He kills him. The one cop sitting there holding everybody back. Other two cops just on top of George. I mean, remember, folks, he was already handcuffed. He was handcuffed standing up on the sidewalk. Or five, Vince. Excuse me, Jersey. Five. Um, And then, then come the optics. Because then it happens. The word is out. And now they got cops over at his house. And by the way, he lives apparently over in the next suburb from me. So now they have all those cops outside of his home. And by the way, I don't think he was ever there. I don't think he was ever at that house. I think that was just another kind of ploy. Who knows? They pick him up in Florida someplace. I mean, it's just crazy. And then we get to the protests. For the most part, peaceful. First, but then we had those two real bad nights up here. And rumors were flying. White supremacists, Antifa posing as white supremacists. White supremacists posing as Antifa. uh, On and on and on and went. I want to say props to the people in Minneapolis protecting their own property. Because we we had lack of leadership here from the two mayors and the governor for the first couple days. And Saturday night was supposed to be the tip-off. That was was the one where you woke up in the morning and everybody's like, tonight's going to be a bad night. Tonight's the night. Well, I know my parents on their block, my dad was strapped. A lot of people on the block were strapped. They were all out in their yards and outside and communicating and using social media to just kind of keep an eye on things. Nothing popped off. My mom texted me a little past midnight. She's like, I'm going to bed. It's been quiet all night. You know, so I was just like, I was so worried for my parents. I was real worried, you know, about everything, man. But just for my folks in particular, my, I mean, it it was, it was a real tense situation Saturday up here. And now we've got one officer charged, need the other three, but let's do this here, people, because I have, and I'm getting my board ready here. And I want you guys to be patient with me on this. I, it's a tw- it's about a 20 minute interview. I'm probably not going to play the full 20 minutes, but it is um, some sound that I took from WCCO AM up here with a lawyer, very prominent lawyer in Minnesota. His name is Joe Freeberg. Um, ph- phenomenal law mind up here. He is not a fan of Mike Freeman, the Hennepin County attorney. I'll, I'm going to tell you that right now. Um, so you're going to hear some shots that way. 
but the the sound because of his phone initially is it's not the best the phone sound kind of crackles a little bit he was on the chad hartman show here on wcco am radio 830 am locally here Uh, and this was from yesterday but what i want to do first is i want to take a quick break I uh, got a couple tunes here we're going to play while I get all this set up for you. Please don't go anywhere because I'm getting into the chat after the interview. Um, I wish I could take calls tonight. Like I said, we're having some Skype issues. If you want to, if you want me to try and call you, I may be able to do that. Um, so if you do have something to say, feel free to throw your number in the chat room here. But I will be right back. Um, got music from Prince. We got another one here from my main man, uh, Brother Ali, local rapper. And the song's called Uncle Sam Goddamn and Prince's America. We'll be right back, folks. Sports done right. We love you, George. We're pouring one out for you, man. And we're going to get this justice. Let's do this. We will be right back. Thank you for tuning in. Sports done right. We'll be right back.
this song is Uncle Sam, goddamn. It's a show tune, but the show ain't been written for it yet. But we gonna see if Tony Jerome and the band can maybe work this shit out for me. Straighten me out right quick. Snakes, land of the thief, home of the slave. Grand Imperial Guard, where the dollar is sacred and proud. Let's do the shift real. Come on now. Smoke and mirrors, stripes and stars. Stoning for the cross in the name of God. Bloodshed, genocide, rape and fraud. Written to the pages of the law, good law. The cold continent latchkey child ran away one day and started acting foul. King of where the wild things are, daddy's proud Cause the Roman Empire done passed it down Imported and tortured the workforce And never healed the wounds or shook the curse off Not a grown-up Goliath nation Holding open auditions for the part of David Can you feel Nothing can save you You question the rain, you get rushed in and chained up Fist raised, but I must be insane Cause I can't figure a single goddamn way to change Welcome to the United States, land of the thief, home of the slave. The Grand Imperial Guard, where the dollar is sacred and power is God. Welcome to the United States, land of the thief, home of the slave. The Grand Imperial Guard, where the dollar is sacred and power is God. All must bow to the fat and lazy. The fuck you obey me and why do they hate me? Who me? Only two generations away from the world's most despicable slavery trade. Pioneered so many ways to degrade a human being that it can't be changed to this day. Legacy so ingrained in the way that we think we no longer need chains to be slaves. Lord, it's a shameful display. The overseers even got raped along the way. Cause the children can't escape from the pain And they born with the poisonous hatred in their veins Try and separate a man from his soul You only strengthen him and lose your own But shoot that fucker if he walk near the throne Remind him that this is my home Now I'm gone Welcome to the United States Land of the thief, home of the slave The grand imperial guard Where the dollar is sacred and power is gone Welcome to the United States Land of the thief, home of the slave The grand imperial guard where the dollar is sacred Hold on, give me one right here, hold on You don't give money to the bums On the corner with a sign bleeding from their gums Talking about you don't support a crackhead What you think happens to the money from your taxes? Shit, the government's the addict With a billion dollar a week kill brown people habit And even if you ain't on the front line When master yell crunch time, you right back at it Man, look at how you hustling backwards At the end of the year, add up what they subtracted Three out of twelve months, your salary pay for that madness Man, that's savage What's left? Get a big-ass plasma to see where they made Dan Rather point the damn camera Only approved questions get answered Now stand your ass up for that national anthem Welcome to the United States Land of the thief, home of the slave The Grand Imperial Guard, where the dollar is sacred and power is God. Welcome to the United States, land of the thief, home of the slave. The Grand Imperial Guard, where the dollar is sacred and power is God.
Fields are in, and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, sports governor from Minnesota, honoring George Floyd tonight and all the victims, really. Um, once again, happening in Minnesota, police killing. We'll see what happens. Wheels of justice are turning, they tell me. We will see. Um, again, sipping on tonight's bourbon. Actually, it is bourbon, but Tennessee whiskey. Uncle Nearest, 1884. The small batch. Oh, and got the nice big ice cube in here. Uh, for those that don't know, Uncle Nearest is the slave that taught Jack Daniels how to make whiskey. The only African-American owned whiskey distillery in the country. And by the way, a very, 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 very good whiskey. Three great bottles. Make sure you check it out. If you're a, a bourbon sipper, you like some whiskey, make sure you uh, check out and support Uncle Nearest. Um, Google the story. It's very, very interesting. And by the way, um, African-American lady owns that company. John Fisher, thank you for popping in here. Sarah from South Minneapolis, thank you as well for popping in here. Um, who else do we got in here? We have, we have, oh, just like my wife's name, we have an Angie in here from Richfield, Minnesota. Thank you. Grew up right next door to Richfield. Thank you for popping in. Uh, Shane is popping in from West St. Paul. What up, Gov? Always listen to your show. Wanted to catch you live. I mostly listen on demand. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right, let's get back to it because, again, I got this interview here. So, again, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the interview. It's Joe Friedberg. He was on WCCO AM. I hope they don't have a problem with me using the sound. I don't think they would care, especially at this point in time. But he is one of the best lawyers in the state. He hates Mike Freeman, the current Hennepin County attorney in charge of this case, or was who was in charge of the case. Big fan of Keith Ellison. Um, I may stop the interview again. It's about 20 minutes. I don't think we're going to go that long with it. And I may stop in and just interject either my thoughts or kind of update some situation. Um, again, this is from yesterday. Joe Freeberg on the Chad Hartman show here locally. On uh, Friday, right around this time when the charges came out about uh, Derek Chauvin and the fact that it should be second degree murder not third-degree murder. Uh, I'm sure you still feel that way. I want to get into that a little bit more. But most importantly, I want to have you on because uh, yesterday, during one of the many briefings, and it was about time that the governor and the mayors made themselves much more visible, which they did on Saturday and Sunday and continued today, where Governor Wall said he has stepped in and he's turning over the uh, investigation uh, into the death of George Floyd and the uh, charges against Derek Chauvin from Mike Freeman to his attorney general, Keith Ellison. What is your reaction to that decision? That is the greatest decision that anyone has made since this thing started. I started uh, on a competitive show on Friday and uh, joined with a man named Al Goins, who's a 
very, very smart black lawyer who was in league with Lawrence Tribe, who's one of the great legal scholars in this country, uh, asking that the governor please put the state out of its misery and replace Freeman with Ellison. And (laughs) I don't think the governor would care at all what I have to say, but um, that was the absolute right thing to do and see whether or not we can get this thing straightened out. Is this for you more about bringing in Keith Ellison or lessening the power of Mike Freeman? No, look, any county attorney in Minnesota who makes any kind of attempt to prosecute one of the officers that works for him on a daily basis has an inherent conflict of interest and should not do it. Very recently, as you know, there was a, a cop show over a show, trial over in Washington County uh, where the cop had killed somebody. The trial took place, but immediately the Washington County attorney's office took themselves out of the case and county attorneys all around the state of Minnesota do that. Uh, Mike Freeman, for God knows what kind of reason, decided to stay in and, and keep this case and has done some really bizarre things uh, right from the beginning. Uh, Keith Ellison is a far, far better lawyer than Mike Freeman is. Um, there's no question about that. He's got great staff, and he'll know what to do. Do you think this should happen permanently, that any time we have an encounter with an officer and a citizen and a death takes place, and there's going to be an investigation about that, that the attorney general's office should get involved, or is that not possible that they're involved in so many other areas that they can't take so many of these cases, even though, I, I mean, thankfully, the number of cases that's, isn't that high. That's not really a, a problem, Chad, because as uh, the county attorney in Washington County did, he just called a neighboring, a neighboring county to come in and do it. Uh, Freeman could have asked say, uh, the county attorney's office in Stearns County to take over, or Olmstead County, or even Ramsey County, although I think that would be a problem at the moment. You know, this, this case is, among other things, screwy stuff. I, I've never seen an autopsy, and I've probably read 500 autopsies in my life. I have never seen an autopsy read like that. And what I'm afraid is that it is uh, Freeman's surmise of what the autopsy said, not what the autopsy said. I also cannot conceive of a reason why the toxicology was not done in a few hours. That doesn't make any sense. Um, the whole thing is, has been mishandled, and there is an inherent conflict of interest. There has to be. Joe, the uh, phone is breaking up. Let me just 
Can I just jump in because your phone's crackling a little bit? You're, you're, we're hearing about 99%. I just want to do that. I want, I want to put you on hold, have Dan call you right back because this information is too okay. germane. So, Dan, do that. Let's squeeze in a, just a, maybe even a minute break and pause. Joe Freeberg is with us. He has come out strongly in favor of Keith Ellison. And they turn out WCCO. So let's talk about this autopsy because this will be so essential. Expand on that a little bit, Joe, including your point before we paused about the toxicology report uh, not taking place right away. Well, one of the things, it doesn't, it's quoted supposedly in the complaint. And it doesn't read like any autopsy I have ever read in my life. It sounds like it might be Freeman's conclusions of what the autopsy says. I, uh, and then it does just speak of not having the toxicology yet. And there's no excuse for not having the toxicology. All the ME has to do is walk a vial of blood next door to HCMC. They got a great toxicology department. They get it back in no time. Will that be a prime area where Officer Chauvin's attorney can raise questions? You know, I don't, I hope not. Uh, but uh, the way the cause of death is laid out in the complaint, uh, it almost sounds like he just happened to die when the guy had his knee on his neck um, because he had pre-existing conditions. And I, that's not how to write a criminal complaint. I mean, if I'm a defense lawyer, I love that complaint. The family conducted their own autopsy. Did they do I that? I believe we're going to hear. I, I don't see it out today. I, I know the reporting was it was going to come out today. Dan, if I've missed it, you chime in. But I had heard I it was out at 2 o'clock. At 2 o'clock. Okay, so we'll have more info at that point. Here's, How a, relevant... real Here's a real problem. Hennepin County Medical Examiner's Office has, as long as I've been practicing law, been one of the best in the country and extremely trustworthy. This doesn't sound like them. Really? Okay, so you just think this is Mike Freeman adjusting this or you're suggesting something else? I just don't know. I am absolutely bewildered by it, because if you read the way it's quoted in the complaint, um, they don't they don't even make any mention of the fact that the cause of death and manner of death is a homicide. Um, If you remember the Casey Anthony case where where America was absolutely outraged by the acquittal. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. America did not understand why she was a, she was acquitted. She was acquitted because the medical examiner could not reach a scientific conclusion that death was by criminal means, which is the first thing you have to prove in a murder. Most people don't really know that. It's... It's called the corpus delecti, which means the act which committed, which caused life to cease. Uh, it, it doesn't mean the dead body, as people think it does. Uh, this 
the quotation in this criminal complaint leaves tons of questions as to cause of death. As I say, the way it's written, looks like you had an ill man who just happened to pass away at the time that somebody had his knee on his neck. It doesn't, doesn't look right. So we get to court at some point, and Ellison has multiple assets available to him, and Chauvin and his defense team, they have as many to them. Can Keith Ellison, when he is representing the state, continue to point out maybe the family's autopsy, which is more beneficial? And does that leave him very prone to cross-examination by the defense, saying, now, wait a second, why aren't you using the counties? Why are you cherry-picking which autopsy you're using? I can't. I, I don't believe anything that strange will ever happen. I believe he's uh, when he goes to prove his cause of death, he's going to do it through the Hennepin County Medical Examiner. Now, if there, I, I just got to believe that. I can't believe anything as bizarre as you just mentioned would happen. Uh, but if there are little differences or maybe differences that, that can support different arguments, uh, the defense would use, well, no. Yeah, the, he can use it. He can use whatever evidence there is. Well, that's what I'm saying, Joe. Yeah. If, if yeah. you're saying this is so different and it, and it makes no sense to you, and normally they're very good, and Ellison and his team knows this and feels like potentially, it's not out yet, but potentially the family autopsy is better. Wouldn't they be better off using that? Well, you're going to have to use both. You can't leave a, you can't leave okay. the initial, uh, the initial postmortem examination out of your case if you're prosecuting. But as I'm saying, I cannot believe that that, uh, that that autopsy will sound like Freeman made it sound. I just don't believe that. Let me ask you about Keith Ellison as a politician. Remind folks that Joe Freeberg, best attorney in the state, is kind enough to join us uh, talking about uh, everything related to George Floyd's death, the charges with Derek Chauvin, and now Keith Ellison taking over. I believe, this is my personal view, many of the accusations against Ellison are incorrect. Many are motivated because they don't agree with his faith. Some are genuine political differences. I'm not, I don't want to broad brush anybody. But some are political differences. And in an era of politics, Keith has become a politician because of either his own words or mythology or lies about him where people are lined up on either side. That there isn't as much nuance about Ellison. There's really not as much nuance in our country. What effect might that have on Ellison being a part of this case, just the way the, the public divide? And I'm just waiting for a matter of hours until the president chimes in on this particular decision. All right. First, you have to understand that Keith is a lawyer. Not only that, he was a very good criminal trial lawyer. I actually tried a case with him uh, a long time ago, and I don't know if he remembers <laughs> how to do it. Uh, but uh, it's not a skill you lose. And Keith was an accomplished trial lawyer. 
knew what he's doing. He's a smart guy. Uh, his job in this case is to convict a man and ask for a reasonable sentence if, in fact, the man is guilty. And we're all assuming he is. I'm assuming he is because of what I saw, but I've seen surprises before. The attorney general's office will do a fine job of prosecuting this case, and it wouldn't make any difference what his religion was or what his political views were. This is the right thing to do. Remember, wanted to jump in very quickly. What he's talking about there, obviously, Keith Ellison, Muslim, not popular in outstate Minnesota, obviously not popular with the Trump crowd, uh, has been called in because of a picture that's been out there with uh, the Antifa manual in his hand. Uh, he went to a bookstore, said he just bought it to to purchase it, read it, and kind of learn so that's where that's coming from. We'll finish up here. We got just under four minutes left. And of course, leave it to me. Ah, oh, damn it. So what I'm going to do, bear with me here one second, gang. I apologize there. We had just under four minutes of that interview left. I got to move it to a different track. Bear with me. All right. Just one second here, gang. And here we go. Thank you for your patience. This is a real question. Because since it has to stay in the state, for what it's Listen. worth, it's got to be tried in Trumpville. So are we talking about Rochester? Are we talking about Duluth? I mean, we're still talking about one of the major cities out of the metro area, I would assume. Or am I wrong to say it has to be a well, city of some size? Changes of the venue are virtually non-existent in Minnesota. Okay? Let's start that way. But there's never been a case like this. The only big case in state court I remember getting transfers was T. Eugene Thompson in 1964, and they transferred that one from uh, St. Paul to Minneapolis, which is not much of a transfer. Judges are uniformly hate. They hate changes of venue because they got to travel, too. Uh, and... I remember a case some time ago where we were looking for where in the world we could transfer a case to and determined that, and the publicity was not nearly this big, and it didn't impact nearly as many people, uh, we felt we had to get outside of the distribution area of the Star Tribune and outside of the impact of CCO. Um there are only a few places like that in the state of Minnesota. There's Halleck, where they get the Winnipeg newspaper and the Winnipeg uh, uh, airwaves. Possibility of Moorhead. Um, well, we got something called the Internet now, Joe. I mean, yeah, <laughs> the Star I, I Tribune that. and WCCO and outlets are still going there. Yeah, I, I understand. I, but... I, 
this would be impossible in Minneapolis. You'd never get a jury that that wasn't impacted personally by this yeah. or close to somebody. So you're going to have to move it if it goes to trial. Last thing, i got to fly, and you're just fantastic, and I love having you on. I appreciate it again. Do you see Keith in court as the lead person in this case? Uh, he, I would say if I had his email address, um, I'd email him and say, Keith, I know within you is the ability to prosecute this case, uh, but I think you need to stay up late at night and take a few refreshments before you do it. Uh, I don't think I don't think he's ever prosecuted a case. He's certainly defended a number. Um, frankly, unless I'm very mistaken, my six-year-old grandson could convict this guy. Um, Keith has enough stage presence, and he's got a wonderful staff over there of lawyers. Uh, I've just dealt with a few of them, but every one of them has been professional and uh, smarter than I am. So uh, it's a good office. I don't think we have to worry about it being in good hands. It, the optics would be great for him to try it himself. Yeah. Oh, for the for the coverage, be unbelievable. I'm a little skeptical. Not only that, not only that, that would go a long way towards pulling Amy's fat out of the fire at the moment too. And by the way, all that nonsense about she was easy on cops—that's all crazy. Uh, okay, we got it. Well, how about this? How about because I want to talk about that sometime. And there you have it. Again, <clears throat> excuse me, Joe Freeberg. Super lawyer from Minnesota on all the shows telling you what he thinks of Mike Freeman, Keith Ellison, um, referring to what he was getting into. There was uh, Amy Klobuchar who was taking heat um, because some of her cases are getting looked at. Amy Klobuchar, for those that don't know, used to be the Hennepin County attorney, um, the position Mike Freeman has now. And that actually helped her be, become a very popular candidate here. I mean, Amy Klobuchar wins with about 60% of the vote, which is unheard of nowadays. It might even be a little more. I'll have to check the stats on that. But re- Republicans vote for her. Because you don't get those types of numbers from only only Democrats. So that's what he was getting to at the end there. But that's for another day. Um, so yeah, there you have it. There you have it. Fix fixes in. You know, it was very interesting how he talked about the preliminary autopsy because now the county has gone back and basically has just signed on to the family's autopsy. Like he said, that first preliminary autopsy didn't sound like the like the people he knew who would who would write autopsies there and who who do autopsies there it didn't sound like them so lots of layers to this and we just pray for justice for george ain't that some bs bs big l absolutely Absolutely. And you be safe down there in Little Rock. Everybody be safe everywhere. And 
I guess we got the dog out there a little upset as well. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear our dog barking there. Hopefully the first lady's taking care of that. But yeah, man, um, keep on top of it. Don't forget it. For those out there who are kind of tipping their toe in for, oh, G-Money. G-Money in the house. And G-Money is very upset. And he he has he can express himself in here. And that's the thing too, people. Sometimes, hey, look, we don't all agree on everything. But I think once we start talking to each other, we definitely find out we agree on more than we disagree on. And I firmly believe that. I, I truly do. Because I, I it happens all the time. The problem is nobody wants to talk. Nobody wants to ask questions. Everybody in their in their bunker. Oh, no problem, G Money. Go back and listen on demand. I, I truly appreciate you popping in. Um, but you know, everybody's in their bunkers, everybody in their bubbles, I like to say. And nobody's talking. The problem with news nowadays is we want our news to agree with line up with our political views. So if you're conservative, it's Fox. If you're liberal, MSNBC, CNN. News used to be, look, here's the facts of a story. Here's what happened. Next story. Literally like that. But now it has to line up with what we believe. There's no news on any of these channels. It's all opinion shows. G-Money says hugging cops cools the hostility, which is necessary. That definitely true. Definitely true. I mean, look, anytime we can, we can get people to simmer down. Cool. Um, go to the sports done right. Facebook page, uh, the two live stews page. Um, all everybody's been posting everywhere. We need, quote unquote, the good cops to start speaking up. And when they do speak up like that one I mentioned, and I'll try and get that story in the sports done right one where the good cop actually gets the bad cop off of a protester. It's the good cop that gets fired. So. Talk to each other, people. Keep yourself informed. And yes, you even got to talk to people that you may disagree with. Because again, I'm telling you, when you sit down and you have a drink, you smoke a joint, whatever the fuck you want to do, it is really amazing how people can actually come together. Now, some people are just idiots. And in my humble opinion, uh, uh, obviously a president who's who's talking about just kind of fanning the flames. I mean, look, nobody wants riots. We all get that. Nobody wants looting. But the antagonism that you get from him, that's, it ain't good. It just is not good. So folks, y'all stay cool. Everybody be cool. Stay safe in them streets. And 
Because that's the other thing too. It's just walking around. Bad, bad, you know, bad shit can find you. I want to tell you a quick story before I get out of here. I'm, as you know, I'm, I'm in the burbs. Nice area, nice people. But, you know, it's, it's, it is, you know, it's mostly white. And I remember last summer, it was a day kind of like today. It was hot and sticky and humid. And yes, it actually does get hot, sticky and humid in Minnesota. It's like mid nineties. And, you know, I'm trying to lose weight and get myself physically fit here. So I don't wind up with diabetes and all these other things. And I was sitting there. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to normally I would take a walk after work, you know, while the sun's up, all this stuff. I said, you know what? I'm going to take a walk at night. I'm going to let the sun go down. You know, let that temperature drop a little bit. Cool. So, you know, I'm sitting around and, and I started getting ready. And something just popped in my head that was just like. It's 10 o'clock at night. A little, actually, maybe a couple minutes later. You sure? You want to be walking around by yourself? You never know. Because it only takes one person to feel uncomfortable. It only takes one person to feel intimidated only takes one person to feel scared of this six foot five black dude rolling down the street well I thought he was going to do this I thought he was coming up to, to the house I had to shoot self-defense it's been a long time since I've been for a nighttime walk a real long time thank you for joining me tonight thank you for listening to me thank you for letting me vent it all came from the heart tonight I have, there's no notes, no script, no nothing. And that's the way I wanted it to be. I'm a nice guy. I know people have some perceptions of me out there. But let me tell you something. I'm a black man. Always will be. And so proud that I am. And don't think anything, anything else. I am an open book. People know how to get at me. You want to talk to me about things, get at me. I love the chat. I've had chats with a lot of people and I'm an open book. So if you want to have a nice discussion with me, Vince Wright, the sports governor of the state of Minnesota, get at me. You can follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. Obviously, you know how to get a hold of me on Facebook. 
Join our Facebook group that's Sports Done Right. You can follow me on Instagram, again, at Sports Done Right as well. Folks, it has been an honor to have conversations with you. To I wish I know I should have read more of your chat. RC Convictions and Justice is what I'm looking for. That's it. We can talk and debate after that. I said, or excuse me, I said that to say folks have been taken for decades about change and we're still here. It's like that Time article, 1968, 1992, 2008, 2020. Everybody, appreciate you, love you, and from the rights, me, my wife, my kids, we stand with you in the fight against injustice. And don't you ever doubt that. Don't ever doubt it. And if you do, you can come see me because I'll have some words for you. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your families. Enjoy your friends. And by all means, keep up the good work. Keep the focus on not only George, but the rest of these victims. Unfortunately, it's going to happen again. But maybe, just maybe now, we can start doing some stuff about it. And in November, vote. One love, everybody. Take care. This has been Vince Wright, Sports Done Right podcast from Minneapolis, Minnesota, by way of Woodbury. Thank you. Take care and good night. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right. Sports Done Right.